Welcome to Powerful, Wild and Magical, the podcast for the female leader who wants to reconnect with her true essence, step into her divine feminine power and make a huge impact in the world. I am your host, Nadia Gargalo, and in today's episode, we have Loi Jones. Loi is a heart-centered mystic with a down-to-earth approach. Her friendly style of teaching brings an authentic and accessible approach to spirituality and living a high vibrational life. She helps people to access their Akashic records so they can dissolve karma, heal their lives and manifest their most desired reality. In this deep conversation, we talk about what Akashic records are and are not, what information you can access through them, how they can help you change your story and life and who can access them and how. I can't wait to dive into all this magic. Let's get into it. Hi, Loi. I'm so, so happy to have you here in the show. We have been connected for a couple of months now, and yeah. we've been on calls uh, together. We had an exchange of services as well, human design reading for one of your wonderful Akashic Record readings. And I'm really looking forward to this conversation. I'm so, so happy to have you here in the show. So welcome. Hi, Nadia, and thank you for having me here. I am a bit nervous, but excited. You know, this is my first podcast. So to everyone that's watching or listening, you're getting the first of Loy and her first ever podcast. So I'm happy to have this conversation with you as well. It was wonderful connecting with you the um, past couple of times that we got on a call. Your human design is awesome. I've been telling people about it. <laughs> and your Akashic records as well. Like they confirmed so much and they gave me so much clarity. So it's really, really my pleasure to have you here and to hold to hold the space for you for your first podcast. I know, I know people are going to be like, I can't believe it's her first <laughs> because I can't <laughs> of a talker you are but but yeah really really happy to to I am excited to be here I always love trying new things it may be a little bit daunting at first but then I always find my groove so <laughs> love it so I would love for you to share your story a little bit so everyone can get to know you and and know how you started this work with Akashi Records and maybe how Akashi Records records have has impacted your life all righty so a little about me i'm jamaican by birth um was born in jamaica i moved to the u.s 2016 i've always been spiritual my abilities have always been there but i didn't use them for i would say 34 33 years like they were suppressed by my family but that's all right um i had my first spiritual awakening in 2020 like really when you know, the, 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 the hard stuff, the dark night of the soul. And my Akashic Records work, it really started last year when I was homeless. I was at my worst point in my life. I was like, it's like my world fell apart. That was another major dark night of the soul when this was a time when I had to do the work to change my life. I was homeless. I was having severe health issues because I've always had chronic allergies. But for some reason... 
Last year, it seems like everything amplified a hundred times over. And I literally cried out to the universe. I literally laid one night on that mattress on the floor and I cried and I said, God, this cannot be life. Like there must be something. And I heard Akashic Records and I started to dig into it and how this has impacted my life. I am in my own house. What can you say? I went from homeless to in my own house and I used my Akashic Records to get into my past and see what karma was holding me back, worked on that. And then I also used it to manifest the exact house I wanted. And it's it's just so wonderful working in your Akashic Records. It's a life changer. Once you get into it and you understand it and you know, it's, it's really, really in the impact of my life, this smiling face that you see right now, you would not have seen this last year. It would have been depression because last year I was depressed. I was, well, my Akashic Records literally turned my life around. Understanding the knowledge that's in them and just working with them on a day. And I use it on a daily basis. I've gotten to where I literally tap into my Akashic Records for everything. If I'm going to make a decision, I check in my records. Should I do this? What's the outcome of this? What are the potentials? What's the possibilities? So it's become a practice. It's become a daily practice. How was uh, at the beginning for you? Like, were you connecting with your records on your own and learning on your own? And how was the connection uh, from the start? Were you so, naturally a person who could channel and connect easily? Or yes. is that something that you had to develop? No, I didn't have to develop, um, I didn't have to develop much skills or work to get into the Akashic Records because I have been doing reading. So I've been on the spiritual path for since 2020, since January 2020. And even before that, like I've always been intuitive in terms of connecting spiritually. That's my gift that I was born with. So I've always been, I've always seen the paranormal. I've always talked to past on people and I have memories from four or five years old. Like I can't even give you guys wow. one note. I remember in Jamaica, I was about four or five because I remember that I was going to um what the, the first school you go to where you go learn your ABCs. In Jamaica, we call it a basic school. And my grandparents, I lived with my grandparents on this 20 acre farm and my granddad, his farm was in between like two communities. So what he did was he gave the, um, the community, the residents like a road. So we had like a little, um, it's not a government road, but you know, just like a shortcut through our property because to go to the other community, you would have to travel like 10 miles to go around. But my granddad now cut it out where they could go from my community to the other community or the other community to my five minutes. So right where the road is, I would always sit in the evenings and talk to all these people. Like I talked to these people for months, but funny enough, my little girl's brain never realized these people always dress the same. They always look the same. And so one evening, excitedly, like excitedly, I ran into my grandma and I'm like, grandma, grandma, let me tell you about my friends. And when I told her, my poor grandma nearly had a heart attack. My grandma said, these people have been dead like 20 years old. Don't go back out there. Don't interact with them. But I never felt afraid. I never felt fear until they started doing that. But so I've always, I've always had those abilities and I, I dream too. So I get omens, I get premonitions. So like if someone in my family is going to die, I always know like a week or two. Yeah. 
they, they, they tell me. So accessing my Akashic records, to me, that came naturally. All I did, I'll be honest, I just did meditations. I read a lot about it. I researched, you know, the, the people who are prominent in this field, like Linda Ho and um, Maylene, what's her name? I don't remember. I think it's Cheryl Maylene. Um, Sandra and, and Sharon and Klinger, like I tried to research Brian Weiss. I tried to research all the people in this field who actually, you know, do this work. And then I started doing meditations because I love meditations. Until I get to where now, I don't even have to get into a meditative state to access it. Like I literally can just, my mind just tell my mind, all right, I'm ready to access the Akashic Records. I ask the masters and the guides, you know, hey, I'm here for some information. And so, but some people though, they don't, it doesn't come as easily for them. They have to like practice a bit more, but I think I had a leg up the fact that, and I was doing readings as well. I, um, that's the thing I started my spiritual journey with, you know, doing readings, tarot card and ortho card reading. So to me, it was a natural progression. It's like, you know, going to university and you're at year one and you're doing certain things and you go to year two and you level up. So I think that's lovely. That's Thanks for sharing. So let's talk a little bit about what Akashic Records are and what they can help with. And then we can dive into accessing and maybe some tips uh, for the people who don't have those uh, strong abilities or they haven't developed them yet. So if you would like to share a little bit about what the Akashic Records are for any like sure. the audience who has not heard about it because I know I also use Akashic Records in my work in a different way. Um, but maybe some people don't have an idea of what that is. Not a problem. So your Akashic Records, they are like, they're the books of your lives, your past lives, your present life, and all of your future potential. And it's not just, you know, your life. It's like the archive of universal events, experiences, and lifetimes that are held in the spiritual realms. Now, these are like the books of, like I say, all of your lives, right from the moment you left the monad, right from the moment you left source, everything has been recorded in these books. So it's a database or a chronicle of your thoughts, your experiences, your lessons throughout all of your lifetimes. And I like to see the Akashic Records as it's this bridge that takes you from who you think you are to who you are meant to be. Mm. It contains all the wisdom of our souls. But not only that, everyone and everything has an Akashic records, like the trees, the plant, the trees, you know, the birds, the stones, everything, everything that has energy mm. has an Akashic record. So it's just, you know, it's just this vast field of information that contains wisdom. And within this, you can find all the technical, the creative, spiritual, like everything about everyone and every and places have Akashic records too. Places like it's just a, 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 a record of everything that has ever happened. To me, I see it like a giant database. Mm. Now, some people tend to think that, you know, the Akashic records, it's it's held in the sky or it's held in, but it's it's all around us. The Akashic records, it's like infinity existed mm. it's it's everything it's everywhere it's not you know it's not some book up in the sky that you have to be a guru or so to access it's it's always a, it's a spiritual realm. it's the energy that's around you it's always existed 
I, I love that. <laughs> yeah, that was very clear. Yeah, I love how you are saying like it's the book of your life, past, present, and future. Um, so you can use it, you know, to find out. Like, say you are you're having difficulties, all right. So how you use the akashic record? So say you are seeking answers about specific problems, or you have you know certain negative patterns in your life, or like things are happening in your life that you can't understand. You can check in with your akashic records to see what's the root cause of this. Now, for me. The major part of the Akashic Records, people think it's just the past, but it's not because you can do the future too. But you have to heal your past before you even think of working on your future. So the major part of the Akashic Records for me is healing and rewriting your past. Now, in terms of rewriting your past, you rewrite the energies around whatever happened. But if you feel like you know you're having you're having certain problems, certain recurring patterns, and you've tried therapy, you've tried other things, and it's like it just is not like it's not getting resolved, then to me that points to something deeper in your Akashic records from a past life that's coming over and affecting this life. So with the Akashic records, what you do is you Use it to find the information about your past so you can understand. Because when you get into the past, it helps you to understand, okay, this is why I'm having these patterns. This is why I'm having these problems. And when you understand something from the root of it, then you can heal it. And when you heal the root, you heal it in the past. It heals the present. And then it proves the way for a future for you. Mm, I love that. I love that. So that this will be the way you use it because I know you focus on rewriting and changing your story and your life through Akashic Records, right? Mm -hmm. So I guess most of your clients will be in a space where they feel stuck and they need answers and they need to understand. Yes. So I, my, my superpower is really, you know, I am able to access these records with uh, my client's permission and then I am able to see beyond their personalities, their thoughts, their emotions, all the things that, you know, is clouding them. I literally mm -hmm. bypass that. So I see into their lives, you know, like I help them to gain this profound spiritual insight that they can't really see themselves. And then what I do is using this insight, they can now identify and dissolve any, any long-term and deeply ingrained, you know, like unconscious karmic patterns, any fears, any energetic blockages, limitations you know i really help them to understand their current life from their soul's perspective mm. when you get into your akashic records it gives you the chance to view your life how your soul planned it from your soul's perspective you know like you get to see how your soul sees your life you get to see the plans that even and you know your soul is just to me the highest ascended aspect of ourselves mm. and so you get to see the plans, the things that your soul did so you can learn and you understand why your soul may have made these choices. I hope that explains it. Yeah, and that's that's so powerful, right? Because so many people, um, I'm not going to include myself because I'm into this work as well, and a lot of people listening to this podcast will be too, but a lot of people are living from this ego and from the mind right they they are not connected to the soul so when 
something happens when there is a life challenge, when things are not going how they want them to go, then they go into what's wrong with me, why everything happens to me. And like coming from this ego and victim um more. yeah they feel like they're cursed and they feel like oh my yeah. lord you know the world is against me and they don't understand that sometimes it's just patterns playing out yeah. but and the, the thing is behind all those things and all our experiences there is a soul path right and, and yes. experiences that we have to live to grow to evolve or yes. experiences that are repeating because of a past life or a past event that is stuck there right that has not yes yeah exactly like so i love how you explain that you know we were talking about the past like this is it sometimes a person in this life they may be having a very hard time and they can't understand they're like my relationships are not working out this is happening or even you know say somebody's in a relationship and they get hurt like again if i may i may use my life example like i was in a relationship where it was it Oh, it was hard. It was difficult. It was a lot of, there was, there was a lot of hurt, but, and when I just got out of it, I was so bitter. I was so angry. I didn't understand. I was like, why this had to happen? Why that had to happen? And then once I started to work with my Akashic records, I realized that, you know, there are soul contracts in place. And I realized that the soul, it always just wants to learn. The main purpose of our soul here is to learn. So the soul will make choices that result in negative impacts, but that negative impact is only so you can learn that, okay, hmm, this is a negative thing. I don't do this anymore. And this can be like, you know, living in fear or negative, negative emotions. It can be a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, there was a couple of cases that really called my attention, and I think it's going to help uh, our listeners to understand how how this works. And one, there was a lady who experienced all of her partners cheating on her, all of them. So then there was there was things that she had to heal in order to clear this. Um, in this case, was um something around her worth and her value, like from herself. But then there was a very interesting case, and this is not anyone I work with, but it was a, a case I heard about generational trauma and that generational trauma being stuck there. And it was that there was, um, I don't know if it was, it was four or five generations of women in her family losing the first child. All yes. of them. Yes, that is, that's something like that is happening. That is generational karma. And you're saying that, and I can, um, I personally too know of, you know, a family where that same thing is happening. And it was like a granddaughter who realized like, this is a pattern. This is, there is something that's going on here. And this person started to do the deeper work. And then they unfolded a pattern that went back, way back in the past. And so the person started to work on that and they re and, and it helped because they stopped a generational pattern. Now, the thing with, you know, generational stuff, our ancestors, they made, they made a lot of choices. Some were, and I don't like to use good or bad, some were negative, some were positive. And a lot of these choices they made, they didn't understand the repercussions that it would have for their future generation. So you see, whenever someone starts to walk the spiritual path, when they start to work on these things, they're literally the answer to their ancestors' prayers. Mm. They're literally the one who 
who, you know, the ancestors have been waiting for. And then when you work near Akashic Records, so this is the greatest thing I love about it. You are able to heal karma on a family lineage. So if you go back and you do the, the work, you, you, you heal, you do all of that, it helps to release your family line from whatever that karma is. So it's not perpetrated anymore. Like nobody else comes along. You know, if you have kids or if you have siblings, like nobody else perpetrates this, you work on it. So you basically end whatever that cur that karma is. And then the way you start to do is create new, create, and I love, I'm changing or create Dharma. Because <laughs> oh. Dharma is when you're, when it's unfolding as it should, when you're, you know, you don't have anything to repay. So you're now just getting into that good life. It's just basically your path, your purpose unfolds, yes. right? You know, once you clear the karma, your dharma unfolds. It's it's the path, your purpose, what you're supposed to do. You know, you can be more fully. Yeah. To me, when you work in your Akashic Records, you basically clear karma and activate your soul's unique blueprint because we all have a blueprint that we are here to follow. And so when you work in your records, you know, it helps to clear up all the, the, the yucky stuff that's going on. It frees you. So it's like yeah, if we were we were to walk a forest that's full of like mm, trees and brambles and, and weed and stuff and you can cross and then you, you start clearing and then the path becomes really clear, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. I love that. Exactly. So exactly. so then Akashi Records can help with rewriting your future, seeing like clearing patterns that are blocking you, getting answers well, no, and, really and like guidance. Rewriting your past. You can help you with rewriting the past your and and rewriting your past. And how you rewrite your past, just to touch on this a little bit, is just you when you get in and you see whatever situation being played out, you change the emotions around it. So if it was a situation where you were feeling fearful, you change the emotion, you imagine yourself, no, you know, I am empowered. I'm no longer fearful because I understand this. But you also have to take action in the present. So if there is a, you know, something in your life in the present where, use the word fearful again, you feel like, you know, you feel you have a lot of fearful tendencies and, and emotions. You have to work on that. You have to change that fear. You have to start having, you know, the opposite of fear is love. So you have to yeah. start changing that. And also what you do is you can program the records for your future. I was going to ask you about that because we have been talking uh, about the past. Um, so how can help Akashic records with the future. So the future exists in potential and possibility. Now, these potentials and possibilities, it's based on the past and the present. So every choice that you make in your present, it goes over into your future. And before I explain this further, let me just say that with your Akashic records, it's always recording everything remember it's every thought so every action every thought that you do it creates the future that you're going to get into so in terms of programming your future say you want to have um say you want to move to italy and you want to you know marry an italian man and you want to have have a 10-figure job what you do is you first of all you check your akashic records is this is this for me that's the first thing you have to do before you even program it. You go in and you see, you know, you look at it, you ask your records, show me the possibilities for this future if I go here. Now, if it's a if it's a possibility, the future will show you, okay, you know, this looks good. This looks like a life where you can have all these things, or it will show you an alternate possibility, like, um, 
Maybe you should go to England instead. So what you do now, you start working on that. You start putting it into your records that, you know, I am, I am, I love to use the words I am. So whenever you're doing any future programming, you always use the words I am because basically what you're doing is you're using I am to bring that, pull that thing from the future into your present reality. So you do things like affirmations, you can go in. Um, how I teach my students is via meditation, they, um, a meditative process, and they just try to imagine the the how they would feel like I always tell them, imagine that, you have the job of your dreams. Like your dream job is here. You don't have to worry. How would you feel? And you 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 put that feel in there because emotion, like our our manifestations, they happen based on emotions. It's yes. how you feel about it. That's why you know you the, the more vibration you feel, of the emotion is what yes, attracts. the vibration. So that's why you know how you feel about something. That's why sometimes people will even do something in anger and be like. You know, I wish that X, Y, Z would happen. And then when it happened, they're like, but I didn't want this. It's the energy. So you see that same emotion, you put it towards your future. Mm. I hope that. Um, and you use affirmations like I love. You use the power of affirmations. And also, you have to do actions in the present. So say, you know, your your records show you that, um, all right, you're going to move to Italy. You know, in two years time, you're going to move to Italy or you can move to Italy. If you sit and be an armchair astronaut, it's not going to happen. So you have to start doing the work. You have to be like, all right, so I want to move to Italy. Do I need a passport? Do I need to update my passport? You know, what What are the research about? You have to do those things. And when you're doing those things, it's boosting your manifestation because you're taking the, you're doing the work in the present moment to make what you're manifesting happen. So it's not just, you know, getting into the records and be like, oh, yes, I am successful. I have a job. And, you know, I, I I moved to Italy. I have my dream job. I have my dream spouse. And then you're not doing anything to make it happen. Yeah. So you have to program it. And I also have a method that I use called 7 times 21 where I just, for 21 days at a time, I write out what I want to manifest in the present tense. And then, you know, I keep repeating it until it happens. But also take the action because last year when I started working for me, when I, um, my first major thing with the Akashic Records was this house. I can say major, major. What I did was in terms of future programming, I sat down and I, I did the journaling part, but then I would get up every day and I would house hunt. I would, I would put things in my cart like, I didn't have anything. When I was homeless, all I had was my computer, a few pieces of clothes. I didn't have a, I didn't have anything. And so what I would do is I would get on Amazon. I created a list and I put household things in. I didn't have the money to buy them. But I would do that. I would get on Walmart. Like every little household thingy that I know I would need, I put them in my shopping cart. And you know what? I ended up where I don't think I spent, to be honest, um, my house that I'm in now, I don't think out of my pocket, I spend probably $300. The universe manifested. Furniture got free. People had like, because I put it out there. I love You know, that. I set the intention. And then I, I, I always, when I set intentions, I always say, may this or something better manifest for me. And doing that and then doing the work at the same time. Everything that I wanted manifested. But you have to believe it as well. This is the big, the greatest part of it. 
if you don't believe in yourself and your abilities and in the Akashic records that you can help you, it's not going to work. Yeah. So you can't be a skeptic. This is the thing for, to, to, for you know, be it your healing, your past or your right, um, your programming, your future. If you're a skeptic, it's not going to work for you. You have to have an open mind. You have to believe that this thing is going to help me. This thing will work. And the belief, I think it's 50% of it. <laughs> yeah, it's the power of belief is is huge. Mm -hmm. And I I love how you how you share about the future and like your approach with this. Um, because it really makes people see that it's not just one possibility, one future, mm -hmm. and that's what it is, right? Is as you said, is potentials, is possibilities. Yes, and there are many different futures that can happen depending on the actions that we're going to take and yes. the decisions that we're going to make. So yes. when you can tap into, okay, show me the possibilities and then you can even ask, I guess, to the recourse in the Akashi recourse, show me the next step if I want to get yes. possibilities. Yes. So you can also make the right steps to get there. But it's not, there is just one possibility. No, there's never so that's just what one. happens with a lot of people with manifestation, right? And yes, it's something that I've been that... talking about with a lot of my guests and with my clients. When you just are fixed on one thing and you just want that thing to happen and you're trying to control everything to get that thing in that one only way, you are blocking yourself from, from yes. so many possibilities. And a lot of th these those possibilities might be so much better for you. And maybe the universe wants you to go somewhere else, but you yes. are just Not focused the on that one thing. Your soul, all right. No, yeah, you your soul, you yeah. On, you touch on that. No, you make me have to touch on this. So sometimes we want to manifest something. And we are, as you say, you know, we're fixated on manifesting this one thing. And no matter what we do, it just won't happen. You know why? It's not in your soul contract. Because remember, before we incarnate here, before every incarnation, you sit on a panel, you sit around a board with everybody that's going to be in your life and you plan your life out. You plan your lessons. You plan everything. Even you and I here, Nadia, we sat on a panel and we planned. However long ago it was, we planned that you and I were going to meet when we met. Uh, you were going to do a, a reading for me. I was going to do a one for you. We're going to have this podcast. Like all of this was pre-planned. This was our destiny. So this is the thing. If you make a plan and this is where free will comes in now, because some people don't understand free will. Now with free will, you're given the free will. You freely choose your life. So if you come here and when you come here, you make choices now, this is the thing. When you make, if you make choices that were not in line with your soul contract, you're going to have to pay for them. But sometimes if you're trying to make a choice, like you can literally tell when you, when you plan, say in a previous life, you were someone who every time you planned a life, you went off course, you went off course, you went off course. You're only building up karma for yourself. So you can plan a life where I'm going to come in this time and you ask your, you can ask physical people, family, or spiritual people. So if you see me going off path, stop me. <laughs> so what will happen is you may be trying to manifest something. You're like, oh, I want to manifest, you know, I, I want this man or I want this house or I want this car. <laughs> and you're putting all the energies on this. Like you keep hitting your head into a brick wall. You know why? Because spiritually, there are, your guys are stopping you because this person, you didn't plan a soul contract for this person. And if you go to this place or be with this person, have this job, you're going off your soul path. So and because that, of, 
is that our ego or our human mind trying like the the one that wants those things when our it's the soul ego, because the soul always knows and guess what will happen the soul will show you it will show you little hints that's when we get power moments so the soul will be trying to show you like say you're trying to push forward on this thing and you you know you get keep getting roadblocks you keep getting stuck you keep it's the soul this is literally your higher self trying to say hey Hey. Way. <laughs> and it's like it's like hey hey and then when you don't hear the tower moment comes and then it stops you in your track and you realize oh my lord mm, i love so that. if you if, if something is not in your soul contract if if say you have a soul contract and you know whatever you want to do it's not in there even when you go into your akashic workers it's not going to show you it's, it's going to show you yes you know if you ask about it, it's going to show you well if you take this is not in your path you know but if you go down it understand that these these are the repercussions that are going to happen and that's something and very it shows important. You the alternate slide um you know alternate paths like you know don't if you don't this is where this this part is more feasible for you this is a path that you chose before and also with the akashic records we have to understand that we exist in multiple realities dimensions timelines all at the same time mm, yeah and this is something uh very important that we have discussed previously too is that the records will show you what you need to know for your evolution for that soul path that you already signed up for right yes but a lot yes. of people uh not a lot of people but some people will try to get a reading on going to the cash records to just get the information they want to get and then when they don't get it they feel, they feel yes they feel frustrated or they're like this is not what i wanted you know <laughs> but the thing is like the records are going to show you Whatever what you, you need, need to see at the to point move in forward time. in your evolutionary yes. path. And also something you say that you see, if you if you're not all right, if you go asking for certain information and spiritually, emotionally, mentally, you can't handle it, they won't show it to you. And I do in readings, I have had readings where people come and say, Hey, I want to tap into my records or XYZ. And my the the, the Akashic masters literally tell me, No, this person can't handle the information. And I tell you what, they disappear. Like no matter how much I try to connect with them, <laughs> it's like a blank. All I'm getting is a blank. Yeah, they'll tell me straight up at the beginning. You know what I mean? As soon as we get on the call, like I get on with the client, they'll pop in my head and they'll be like, Lord, we're out. This person. <laughs> will not accept this information that you're going to give them. So let, tell them to come back. <laughs> so, so when people um, are trying to work or get a reading with Akashic Records, they have to have an open mind to believe what com comes through, uh, but also to trust that what comes through is what it has to come through. Yes. What and not have expectations. <laughs> Mm -hmm. You can't go into the Akashic Records with expectations. I have done that. <laughs> <laughs> and my guides literally ask us, this is the, I talk to my guides just like I talk to you. Sometimes I wanted my neighbors think I'm crazy because I'm just in here like talking to them, like having literal conversations with them. You know, my neighbors can't hear the other side, but I'm hearing it. And <laughs> like, I remember tapping into my records last year asking about something and they were like, nope. Uh-uh. That they literally were like, and they were grinning at me. <laughs> they were like telling me, no, 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 it's not time for that yet. Hold on. Like, they'll tell me that. All right, example. 
I have this project that I've been working on since January last year. And every time I go to launch it and I ask them, they're like, no, you have more to learn. You can't do this yet. They said, this is in your path. It's in your soul path. And I'll tell you what, I have, I have, I have the plan, everything written out. But they say that what you're going to teach in this, you have more to learn. And then I'm like, you're telling me that I have more to go through. And they said, you signed up for it. <laughs> you've been stopping me since last year, January. And I tell you, this is a thing for women. And I know when I launch this, this is going to impact women's lives. And they keep telling me, they say, you have to grow. They said, don't launch it. And you see, if I try to push to launch it, little things just start happening. Things just start happening. I'm like, all right. It's so interesting that you're sharing this because two of my one, my current one-on-one clients, um, have an idea, but it is not the time for that idea. And this <laughs> happens so frequently, right? With people who have ideas and then they don't wait for the right time yeah. to release that. They just go initiate, create the thing, and then it doesn't work. It just fizzles out because guess what? Remember. When we have ideas, the people who are gonna who we are gonna impact, we already made contracts with them. So this is it. If you're gonna put the idea out there and those people haven't come in contact with you as yet, it's gonna fall on um let's use a parable in the bible when christ went out when he talked about the seeds the farmer with the seeds and some fell on rocky soil and some fell you know the birds ate it and some grew it's the same thing with your ideas if the people if the soil is not ready and you put the idea out there it's going to get eaten by birds, so to say. It's gonna, it's not going to grow. It's going to fall on rocky soil. But you see, when you wait for the right time and you put that idea out there when the soil is fertile, oh. and when the sun is out and there is rain. Yeah. <laughs> yes, when you put it in the right season. This is it. If you go plant in wintertime, what happens? It's not, <laughs> it's not going to grow. But if you wait until spring and the earth is, you know, the earth is with spring, the, the, the snow has melted, so the earth is softer. You know, all that melting, it goes into the earth. The earth is easier to till. You know, sun is out. Everything blossoms. But if you plant it in winter, it's going to die. It's not going to, you're not going to reap a harvest. So it's the yeah. same thing with our ideas. Yeah, yeah, I, I love but that I because it's... Too, I would say, Nadia, I didn't understand this until I started to work with my Akashic Records because now it makes me realize, even before, I've tried to do... Um, I've tried to put courses out there and it never worked out and it never, and I never understood. And I kept feeling frustrated. And when I worked in my records that my guys literally one day said to me, you see, when I launched, kid you not, I launched my first Akashic records course. Um, it started in January, but I launched it in December and within two months, like right now, up until now, I have like so far about 13 or 14 people. And I'm not somebody who mass advertises or anything like that. But guess what? The soil was ripe mm. when I put it out there. Yeah. And sometimes, too, you may have an idea. And it's, it's weird. It's not even an idea for you to put out there. Sometimes you get an idea and it's something for you to pass on to someone else. Mm, but that per mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not even your idea. Sometimes you just, you're just the creative, like... Because remember, some of us are more creative than others. So sometimes if you are really creative, you'll get an idea. And then no matter what you do, it won't work for you. And I kid you, if you pass it on to someone else, if you pass it on to the right farmer, you mm -hmm. may, look at it. Not everybody can grow everything. Yeah. Not every farmer. You have farmers who grow grapes. They're, they specialize in grapes. If a grape farmer now tries to grow cucumbers, he's going <laughs> to... <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. He, you know, the grape farmer may get an he may get a vision about a good cucumber field. <laughs> and this is so important for us. I know you are a manager like me, right? And we get so excited about everything and interested about everything. Like I love so many modalities, but we need to know when something is for us and something yes. is for someone else because we cannot do everything. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like give you an idea. Like I love to use my life as an example. Um I was on Facebook the other day and when I was on Facebook, I saw a friend of mine made a post like she was selling some stuff. And when I saw the post, literally my guides, they, they showed me and I like they, they showed me a wide array of things, how she can make this better. And I reached out to her, but I first said to her, can I talk to you like my guys? Because I'm not a person who, I ask permission before anything. And I said to her, can I talk to you? But she's my friend. And I said, can I talk to you about what I saw you just post? And she says, Lord, you know, I trust you. You don't even have to ask me. And so when I told her, she was like, oh my Lord, how come I didn't see this? Her thing is taking off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right now, her products are selling like hot bread. Because wow. I was scrolling, I saw it, and I knew that this wasn't for me. This was something I had tried to do before and I realized like it didn't give me that dopamine hit. But when I saw her thing and I told her, just me saying a few little things to her, her products started to flat like she I love that. Mm -hmm. Um can everyone actually access their records? Yes. You don't need to be a mystic. You don't need to be a guru. You don't need to be, you don't need to be special. Everyone can have access to your Akashic records. It's just that some of us are working with so many conditioning and mental blocks. Like as a people, we have been cut off from the spiritual sides of ourselves. So that is the thing that affects the collective. And you know, there's a lot of doubt and spiritual, like, you know, churches try to tell us, you know, certain things are bad or they're not good or certain connections. So to me, anyone who is willing, you what you need is a willingness mm. and time because you have to practice. Your Akashic Records is a practice, but anyone can access the records. And guess what? People access the records all the time without even realizing it. When you get mm. certain... You know, sparks of creativity comes from your Akashic records. And I guess the, so, the intuition hits, yes, right? So well. gonna, that's coming that's from your soul. <laughs> yes. So your intuition, like all of that comes from your Akashic records. But you don't need to be a guru. You don't need any, any, any Jack man, Jack girl, Jack. <laughs> anybody can access their records. So one of the easiest ways, since we're talking about accessing it, one of the easiest ways to access it is... In your um, meditation or in your sleep, if you find that, use what works with you. So if we say as a person, you find that, oh, I, I have vivid dreams, like I dream a lot, work with your dreams. So before you fall asleep or you're laying there, you ask your angels or your guides to direct you to the energy of the Akashic records and to give you, you know, any, ask about a specific thing or just tell them that you want guidance. But you can ask, you know, ask them to reveal to you any essential information that's important for the unfolding of your soul's path. Now, this is the thing, too. Sometimes you may try to access it and you get nothing because I have that with some of my students. But not everybody gets the information at the same time. So you have to also you may access it and nothing comes up. And you're like, oh, it doesn't work. No, you give it time because what's. Um, everybody works differently. So what will happen is that you may access it. You don't get anything now, but as the weeks and the days and the months go on, you know, things start coming, the answers. And for me, um, 
explain this in my own way. So I'd ask my Akashic workers for answers. I'm not going to tell you that all the time as I ask, I get an answer, but this is what happens. I'll, I'll ask them about something and then I forget about it. I put it out of my mind and I'm like doing something simple as doing my dishes, cleaning my house. And then it's like, boom, I, I just get a, a hit in my head and I'm like, oh, it's for two weeks ago. It happens like mm -hmm. that. Sometimes I ask a question and I'm I'm just like going somewhere, like I'm because I don't drive, so I take like Ubers or so, but I'm just going somewhere, sitting in a car and just staring out of space. And I see something on the roadside, and the next thing I know is the answer to my question. So this is the thing. When you ask your Akashic workers for answers, don't limit how you get the answers. Be open. Be open in a way where you become mindful. I like to talk about the um the ancient Greeks and Romans become mindful like them in a way where they would pray to their Zeus, Apollo, whoever, and then they would go out. And if they see a bird pass their path that they didn't see, they, it's a message. So your Akashic Records works the same way because remember, it involves everything. So you can ask a question and you go on, so you don't, you don't get the answer at the same time, but you go on social media, you're scrolling and you see something, ooh, you turn your TV on to watch a program and, you know, you see something come up and you're recommended. It can be like, the answers can come in so mm, many I ways. love that. I absolutely yeah. love that because um, a lot of times when I, I've seen or heard people um, talking about Akashi Rigos, they just talk about the actual reading part, right? But I love how you sharing that the answers can come at any time. In any way. I actually, I actually did something um, like two or three days ago because I'm working on a new masterclass and a new, pro new group program. Uh, to work on aligning yourself and your energy through human design with your messaging and create that super powerful messaging. Um, and then I was like, okay, what, what should the price for this be? What Does it feel aligned? And then I was like, this price, that price, should it be 888 or 999 or 1111? And then I started to doubt. And I was like, before I went to sleep, I was in bed already, but before I shut my eyes, I was like, Okay, please show me what's the price that I have to put. I don't want the responsibility like of my mind having to decide. So show me the next number I see with three figures. That's going to be the, the, um, the price. And then I saw a couple of double numbers, which was not my answer. My mm -hmm. question was three. And then I saw uh, 1111, which is four. And then yesterday I was trying to access my bank account and they sent me one of these texts with a code, a very verification code. code. It was not coming through. I requested the code three times, was not coming through. I went to sleep. And then this morning I woke up and it was, it's a six number. So it was all nine. So twice three nines. <laughs> I was See, like, okay, mm -hmm. nine, 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 nine is the price of my, I You're really felt it was like, Three and three, double three. So I was like, this is the number. Double I, love, I love that. And you know what? I use the same thing for my course that I'm doing now. So I couldn't come up with a name for my course. Like I wrote this entire course, thought I wrote everything, but I just wanted a name. And I did the same thing. I was falling asleep. And when I was falling asleep, I said, hey, you um, give me a name in my sleep. And I kid you not, I dreamt the name. And I got up and I wrote it on my phone. I went back to sleep. <laughs> and when I when I showed my coach, she was like, "Oh wow, that yo, 
<laughs> so that's how that. that's how people, you know, that's how you use it. When you use the Akashic Records, you have to leave time for them to respond to you. It's not, you know, and I'll tell you why on here on earth we have this problem. It's instant gratification. We're so used to, you know, instantly you you touch like I want to talk to somebody now. I just take my phone up and I message yeah. them, I call them and instantly goes through. There was a time when even living here, I was telling somebody the other day that there was a time when coming if I like being in America, my kids would only hear from me once every three months because I send a letter, it takes three months to get there and come back. Oh, wow. But now we are used to, because we're used to instant gratification, we think that even spiritual things should be instant. But it's not like that. You have to leave, you know, you have to let the universe, as I always say, let the universe surprise you. Let the universe do things in its own way. You see, when you try to control how you get the answers, you're micromanaging the universe. So we never, ever want to micromanage the universe. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. It's, again, going back to that control, right? That we're trying to keep control of everything. But when we get to play and release the outcomes and release the time as well, which is the time is a 3D thing, right? That doesn't have anything yes, to do with it's a construct our minds made up so we can understand the cycles of the sun and the cycles of the moon but earth is the only play we are the only spiritual beings that think about time 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 doesn't exist because everything is happening this is why too um this is why too when you access the Akashic records, you can access your past, your present, and your future because everything is happening simultaneously all at once. It's just that your past is on a different, you know, your past life is on a different dimension or timeline. So you tap into that dimension. Your future life, it's already happening in a future dimension. So what you do, whenever, you know, people who manifest a lot of good things, literally, all they do is they quantum leap. What they do is they tap into their timelines and they pull forward the timeline with the best possibility so they, they they literally pull that timeline into they merge they pull that timeline or they jump timelines mm. so it's just about everything is happening all at once is it's just where you decide to go where you decide to be and our thoughts create our reality too i feel like i should say that i love this so if you That's think that manifesting is hard no matter how much you manifest, it's not going to happen. If you think that you can't heal your past, it's never going to happen. Yeah. The, again, the power of belief, right? If you don't believe, it's not going to happen. <laughs> My grandparents used to tell me, I grew up with a Jamaican saying, beliefs kill and beliefs cure. Mm. That's why the placebo effect. What do you think of the placebo effect? Where they made us put some water in a bag and put it on a patient, and they tell them, "Oh, this has morphine and all these things in it," and they believe, "Oh my God, I'm getting better." And then the surgeon, <laughs> doctor says, "All those in this bag was water." <laughs> so it's the belief. I love that. Thanks for sharing. Um, and I actually love like because I've read books where they said. I guess there are approach for everything, right? What they said, like you need specific phrase to access the records or you need to be activated, have an initiation, things like that. I know that's not the way you need to connect with Akashic records anymore and anyone can access the records, whether that's you prefer to do meditation and then ask your questions there in a more relaxed state or you prefer mm -hmm. to just like do fun things as we were, we were yeah, sharing from things. our own experiences. 
but this is something that is accessible to everyone. And if you want to get to higher level, go contact Lloyd because she's amazing, amazing. Have a reading with her. Um, and I teach as well. I teach. I not only yeah as well. Yeah, I forgot to say that she actually has an amazing course where she teaches how to use the Akashi records for yourself to change your life. So yeah, where you don't have to. Basically, my course gives you the tools that you need. Your own personal tools that you can use from now until the end of t- like you know. This is your own way of accessing the records. This is you being able to go in and access the records for yourself and get answers. Because for me, I believe in teaching people how to fish so they can learn so they are self-sufficient. You know, I enjoy doing the readings too, but I will say I enjoy teaching so much more because when you give people the tools to do things for themselves, what I love about this, with the teaching, it. It really helps because even a skeptic, they come in. It's not me telling because in my class that I teach, I don't tell you anything. You go in your records and you see for yourself. And then I ask your feedback. What did you see? What did you hear? So that I find out it works a lot better than, you know, doing the readings. Because these people know, like, they can't run away from what they get. Because I've had mm-hmm. readings where I tell people, this is what happened in your past. And they're like, no, 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 this is not me. I can't do that. And you see when that same person did the meditation and they saw for themselves, they come back and they're like, Lord, oh my Lord. Mm. So it, it, when you learn it for yourself, it really helps you better than just getting a reading. Yeah, yeah, totally. When I use Akashi Rikwa with, with my clients for healing, um, I actually ask them to ask the questions and channel themselves because <laughs> the belief is so much stronger that way. Because if if I'm making, like, if I'm channeling and I'm telling them a story of the past life and it's coming from me, they, they might be like, what, what is she talking about? Like, exactly. shall I believe that? But when they are getting the answers, it's not me, you know, like, you getting the answers. So. <laughs> Can, I share you trust. Can I share a quick story before we go just about this real quickly? Yeah. Um, so I had a client who she had a lot of relationship problems. Relationships would fall apart. Relationships would fall apart. I did an Akashic thingy with her. And when she did the meditation, she found out why. So she found out that in a past life, she used to basically seduce men and kill them, so to say. And so, yeah, and she, she, when she went in and she saw that, like me telling her, she wouldn't believe because she was just convinced I'm a good person. This is me. You know, I, I would never do that. And when she saw, when she went in and she saw it for herself, she broke down. Mm-hmm. She and that changed. I'll tell you what, though, her life has changed. Yeah, because her then she can changed. accept that part, right? Because a lot yeah. of times we don't accept parts. Of because it's a, when she, yep, when she realized that I am literally seeing this on myself. I'm seeing myself doing these things. This is not Lloyd telling me I'm doing these things. This is proof that I did it, and that changed the trajectory of her life. Mm. So powerful. So so powerful. Just before we finish, I would love to ask you the powerful, wild, and magical question. What is something that you are absolutely in love with right now in your life that is lighting your soul up? My new course that I'm launching. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I am, my first, the 
first Akashic course was actually teaching people how to access their records. So my new course now is called Akashic Alchemy Alignment, which is a six months healing course. Now, this one is where um, we are going to be going in. If I can pull, let me just pull a document up real quickly so I can tell you more about that. So this is going to be where I combine my my um all of my modalities so i'll be doing sound therapy healing i'll be doing activations i'll be doing alignments but i'll be really taking people in and going in on a deep dive to heal all areas of your life so i'm going to start out with the first seven weeks is six months so the first seven weeks is going to be chakras because you know you have to get the energy centers aligned before you heal you can't you mm -hmm. can't heal unless you heal the vessel so mm -hmm. you have to get the energy centers aligned, which makes it more optimal for healing. But then we're going to do things like, you know, heal um, ge generational karma, heal um, that money blocks, emotional blocks. Um, wow. Religious blocks, creativity blocks, health blocks, relationship blocks, career blocks, like mother wounds, father wounds, you know, healing from past life persecution, like for people who have been in wars and slavery, um, healing from parasitic attachments and entities, healing from, you know, the collective hive mind, because I tell you this, people don't understand that. The collective consciousness is a real thing. And just as you have positive, you have negative. And then the final part of it will be like activating their cosmic blueprint, having them, you know, get their own sacred healing codes. And so I... Um, wow, sounds <laughs> sounds so powerful and very, very deep work. Yes, I... So this right now, I am just like chomping at the bits. My designer is working wow. on the opt-in page. So I'm just like... <laughs> I'm so excited for you. I have no doubt that you are going to change so many lives and impact so many lives to through that, that work. Uh, where can people find you and connect with you? Lloyd Jones on Facebook or The Divine Alchemist. But I prefer Lloyd Jones, so find me Lloyd Jones. Look for this pretty face. <laughs> <laughs> there are why I say that. Also, to when you if you go to check, make sure that you check the profile because people try to impersonate me. So I don't want okay. to, but I have a website as well. What's my website again? <laughs> I don't ever really know. My website is, um, Kate, do you have a way to put it in the thingy? Like you? Yeah, so everything, all the links are going to be in the description of the show so people can easily find them. Um, your socials, your website, everything is going, going to all be right. in the so, description of the show. So yeah, go find her website on with Lloyd through there or find her on Facebook, which is where we are originally connected. And so also give my website. Um, it's the T H E dash divine alchemist.com. So okay. the dash divine alchemist.com. That's my name. That's my website. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. And this was it was cool. such a pleasure to have you here today. I told you guys, she was not going to, feel like her first podcast because <laughs> this is why this is what happens when you're living your purpose yeah when so you're sharing what you are, are here to share from your soul yes. right it's just easy mm -hmm. to talk about it yes absolutely thank you so much for being here today it was again amazing to thank talk you for to you and i want to come back <laughs> well we can have another one why not <laughs> yes like in the future i want to 
I enjoy this so much. And thank you, Nadia, like your energy and everything. You helped me feel like ease to talk to. So thank, thank you. you. It was really my pleasure. Thanks for listening. I hope you liked this episode. If you did, follow the podcast, share this episode, tag me and Loy and share your thoughts and breakthroughs with us. I would love to connect with you. Follow me on Instagram where you can find more of what I do and chat with me on the DMs. And I'm also very excited to invite you to join my free community. This is a sacred space and sisterhood to help you step into your full feminine power and magnetism through masculine and feminine energetics, human design and aligned strategy so you can create the life and business of your wildest dreams. You can find the link to join in the description of this episode. Thanks for being here with me today. I will see you in the next episode. Powerful, wild and magical being.